Welcome to episode 42 of Rouge One, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy episode. I'm Kevin Fod Yostelbrox. <laughs> Kevin Yost. You took my idea. <laughs> Always bring your towel, Ben Rogers. Uh, I want to be a macho duck, Matt Gould. If you're stuck in the universe and you're out of a belt, consider using your foreskin, Sud Sampath. <laughs> Matt's was the least related to the theme I established, so we're going to go ahead and well, start with Matt's I'm week. Dumb. Matt's a rebel. I'm, the, I'm tired of trying to stick within the themes. <laughs> well, then go with my gut. You get embarrassed by having to go first. Well, present um, to the class. Okay, so welcome to episode 42 of Rouge One, <laughs> uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy episode. I'm the answer to life, the universe, and everything. We just Matt started Gould. the podcast no, I- over. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what'd you do this week? <laughs> Um, well, to, to no Matt, surprise, keep going. Don't fucking give in. <laughs> I edit this. Surprise. I control everything. Talk as much as you want. It will start with you talking about your week. <laughs> to much as everybody's surprise, um, I played WoW Classic. Are you still focusing on just one character? Or are you juggling between multiple? Oh, I've, I have only played one character. Have you progressed in it's, levels, or have you moved backwards? Well, I, it feels like I'm moving backwards, because <laughs> as you progress, it just kind of gets slower. harder and longer. Slower and slower. Hey! Hey! hey. Boars <laughs> take longer to hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have actually gotten more liking of tanking. I know I complained about it before where it was like just kind of felt like a tired dad. But um <laughs> now I kind of feel like fucking bring it on, you know, like I can I can pull more. I'll I'll pull another mob. Yeah, let's do it. Fucking I hope you're ready, in. mage. Hit me harder. <laughs> <laughs> like Is this developing into masochism? <laughs> essentially that's what you do as a tank is you just scream at people to hit you. Tankicism. Like, <laughs> how many Taunting times? In the... How many times have you had to go punch ghosts outside Dire Mall for four hours? Um, I'm not that high level yet. Yeah, he just he died just, so... at this point. I think he's just killing all the Scarlet Crusaders right now. The massacre yeah, of in... Scarlet Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like a genocide <laughs> of Scarlet Crusaders right now. I just I remember that was always like countless. the go-to in vanilla when you got a new weapon. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Because they had ghosts that counted as enemies, but they wouldn't actually move or anything. So you like, just miss, go auto-attack them. Yeah, and walk away until you got up to oh. a level that made any goddamn sense. I just like to sit there and swing and miss. That's your jam. Dungeons well, while yeah. you're tanking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure everybody else is on the their toes. The parry mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the parry mechanic's still there. Like they haven't gotten rid of parry. Yeah. Pa- not parry. <laughs> what? Um, okay. But um, yeah, that's the in between that. Um, 
Megan and I have decided to start watching the entirety of Star Wars in chronological order. In terms well, of how they were made or like in canon? <laughs> like ca- canonical. Okay. Does that include pay- playthroughs of KOTOR? <laughs> well, it's, it's not, I mean, not really. It's just like watching episode one, then two, then. Oh, I get it. So, like, the Star Wars Christmas. Are you going to watch the TV shows and shit? Yeah, we're, like... How um, chronological is this? Halfway through season four of the Clone Wars. Damn. Jeez, you are chronoing this. (laughs) But, But so you still have not watched episode three then yet? No, it's where you got to get through the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does Gennady's count? Yeah, are you watching the Gennady shorts no. in order? <laughs> no, they're not necessarily. Are you, are you watching the... You said you're halfway through season four of Clone Wars, so I take it you're not watching the Clone Wars episodes in chronological order. No, just... Casual. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine what a hardcore chronological Star Wars movie media experience would be. <laughs> sounds fucking miserable. That's what it sounds like. It does. Like. <laughs> it's like, you, do all the books you watch all the cinematics on, on Swodor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hardcore shit. That game's still going on. Yeah. It yeah, is. People still play that game. Was there expansions, or is it... Yeah, there oh, was yeah. at least yeah. one expansion not too long ago. Oh, yeah, like, there was a last <laughs> year or so. Yep. It has a dedicated following. It's supposed to be pretty good. Well, Star Wars. Right. My Little Pony so. Online probably has a dedicated following, too. The goal is, you know, how I like to do them rewatches. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be uh, done with it, too. like... Right as soon as, uh, like, wake up to Anakin screaming at you. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. You're like, oh, it's time for work. (laughs) (laughs) That's just already Matt's wake up alarm. (laughs) (laughs) I have to set it. Um, yeah, uh, I also got myself like super hyped for. Last of Us 2. Um, I watched a lot of media on it because they put out a bunch of shit this week. All 16 minutes of footage available. <laughs> but on well, repeat. But other no, people not playing it. The cell phone footage. <laughs> yeah, and other people talking about it. and You know, just, you know, the trailer on repeat. That's the ultimate yeah. cell phone footage when you're li- watching someone talking about what they played. And then you're like vicariously <laughs> seven gameplay it. theories we break down off this thirty second clip. <laughs> Joel's an alien the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you'll notice when if you pause this frame, he has dealy popper bobbers coming out of the tops of his head. A hundred and seven things you, you get... need to know about <laughs> the Last of Us. What was that yeah. one thing you saw, Kevin? It was like a Game of Thrones spoiler thing, and it was the dumbest fucking shit with like two episodes left. Do you remember this? Oh, I, There's so many. Probably just one of those like whatever ending explained uh, stuff uh, that's like just really spelled out and has no ambiguity to it. How did Jamie die? Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw. <laughs> Rocks represent symbolism. Yeah, I think it was, was just crushed like crushed under uh, his own weight. <laughs> 
I think the specific video I saw was like Arya is sexy and explained. And it's just like <laughs> it's two teenage kids the night before the end of the world, and then they boned. Like <laughs> explanation over. Why is this an eighteen minute video? <laughs> Why because indeed? Ad huh? revenue. Yeah, the answer is <laughs> ad clicks. <laughs> they got yours. They did not. <laughs> I didn't watch the video, let he alone was, click on any ads. He was too smart. The thumbnail gave away the clever ruse. <laughs> but uh, super hyped for that game. Looks really cool. The action looks incredibly smooth. Um, one of the uh, better highlighted notes from all the like developer talk I heard is they said they um they built the game to um like with a vanilla ps4 engine mm-hmm. instead of like building it on like and like always running everything off of like the ps4 pro that way like, people who have, mm-hmm. yeah people who have like you know ps4s who have had them for a while yeah they will still run just as good well, that's that cool. is very nice of them it's a nice benchmark to go by i'm sure it's your <clears throat> Vanilla PS4 will still sound like a fucking jet engine. <laughs> I hope the game just comes with a bucket of ice that you can set your PS4 in. A built-in like silencer like, you put over the back of it. I haven't played any PS4 game that has made my PS4 struggle. Like, oh, I struggle. absolutely have. Which one? I mean, struggle is not because yeah, like, I don't like, dip in frames. It just sounds like of, it's gonna explode, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it definitely like the fans kick in hard when I was playing the anthem beta. Oh yeah, but anthem's oh, God, optimized yeah. for dog shit. Like that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Horizon for me, Horizon Zero Dawn was pretty taxing, pretty fan heavy. Mm. It's been a while since I played that, so maybe you're right. I want to replay that game and play through the, the Frozen DLC, Wilds. It's I still good. haven't done that. I bought the DLC and I still have not played it. Both of you, for shame, play it. It's fun. <laughs> I'm, yeah, sure I am. It I'm sure it is. It's, All it's of you. one of my favorite games ever. Am I the only one who played it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Clearly. Yes. We just established that. Yeah. When is here? You're the one who's wrong, Ben. Now, you should sir. never have played it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see some stuff on... I'd like them to announce anything about the sequel. Give us some tease. It would be nice to hear anything from that studio. I am sure quiet until it's they have coming out for the PS5. Gotta. Like 100%. It's too good not to. I hope the sequel is a Vita exclusive. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, I love Killzone Mercenaries on the Vita. It's so good. It's the so what? goddamn good. Yeah. The way they announce amazing. it is by releasing... She's the next Smash character. (laughs) (laughs) They sold Gorilla Games to Nintendo, and they're like, here, have this IP. (laughs) Yeah, not much other gaming, really, this week. Except Classic WoW. I mean, yeah, you watch two movies in four seasons of a show. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's (laughs) not zero time. Right, yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so feel I do good about get, yourself. Um, I do want to get Mario Odyssey. After playing it um, when we were in Seattle, off of Suds copy, I'm like, I keep thinking back, like, man, that game was so fucking fun. 
<laughs> it's really it's good. good stuff, man. It's a good staple for Switch, man. Mario's usually yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I like all of, all forms of Mario games. Really, I mean, they're all really. Good. I really Why is don't there a like Mario Kart game. It probably <laughs> I feel is like on I'm Japanese surprised phones, that I medium bet. doesn't exist. I feel like I've heard that the Mario Kart phone game is dog shit. Not unlike, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a shitty card game. I do not like I, a uh, thousand year door either. I don't, it's a bad game. I was incredibly. Uh, um, impressed with that video i don't know who shared it maybe kevin it was the um mario super show game oh if it was animated that um, was me yeah called it yeah yeah <laughs> uh, that was really interesting it was actually kind of kind of cool it looked like cuphead i was super into it <laughs> yeah it, it was very cupheady i also forgot how much pasta world there was in the first original mario's yeah, which is kind of like pretty cringe. I mean, it's a racial stereotype. <laughs> like, Let me just say, in the start of the of the act, like, of the show, they're like, not, "Hey, not paisanos!" Just, <laughs> like, not not just not just like you know, like the 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 racial stereotyping involved. Like Mario never even has any I like mention of pasta within the games or anything. It's just like <laughs> Yeah, there's boots and raccoon suits and imagine. Goombas, but there's not pasta. I can imagine it making more sense of like at the end, instead of getting a piece of cake, he was like getting a bowl of spaghetti from the princess. But like <laughs> he was always after, you know, the cake. Yeah. What if he showed up and like hit hit you with the hard R? How about that? <laughs> I would be like, you're playing a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Mario. What's up, my poster? Exactly. <laughs> you can say pasta. I can say poster. <laughs> Thanks, Mario. <laughs> Here we go. Hit him with the poster. <laughs> oh, that was the, um, that was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what are I you most excited about to, for Last of Us Two? Um, fucking playing it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what kind yeah, of question that is. <laughs> I'm excited for when the girlfriend dies. <laughs> I am interested. I, I'm excited. For I'm when interested you get to in this new like kill some like, people. I like how brutal. it's no longer like crouching. Like she can like lay down in the like grass and stuff like that. So so like, just mega crouching. More is stealth. What you're yeah. For? More stealth. I just really want to know what the story is because I thought the way the first game ended was so perfect and like they are so confident as to like what the story is going to be. So I'm like, all right, let's see it, because like I don't know what you where you go from that first game. So I'm really into it. I think just it's just gonna be like do. a simple little revenge story. Uh, I mean, that might spiral just, into something bigger. Like that's what happened <laughs> with The Last of Us. Like The Last of Us was just like, oh, you're just gonna escort this girl, and it, oh, it turns out like she could be the key to everything, and like the choice that Joel makes is such a big deal, you know? It's like way yeah, more than know. that. Yeah, I'm super I excited. Notice that. Uh, they're clearly keeping her quote-unquote condition on the DL 
because there were a lot of shots in that trailer of her wearing oh. a mask when she should not need to. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Oh, Detective Kevin. Mm. Yeah, on the case. Yeah. Voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, so that's interesting. Ryan Reynolds. Man, is Kevin, your son. you should be like 18 <laughs> facts oh you missed while watching the trailer. <laughs> that would be fucking uh, Detective Pikachu 2, where now they're trying to find the grandfather who is Danny oh, DeVito this time. <laughs> Danny DeVito oh, is man. Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, call on someone else. <laughs> We're just um, going to keep casting De- Danny DeVito and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's my segment of the pod. That's what it's all about. <laughs> We're just um, trying to get him down for the Danny DeVito hour. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I want to hear about Ben's waifu games <laughs> that he played this week. <laughs> all right, well. All right, we will. We'll start out. We'll start out with the first and the OG waifu. Uh, Gogeta was released this week. Is <laughs> Gogeta a waifu now? <laughs> He's the OG. Okay. And another Goku character. Another Goku character. A hundred percent Goku. He's also a hundred percent Vegeta. <laughs> is that how it works? Like I think it is, right? Like they. Uh, yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they don't. Yeah, they don't become half of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they've established that he's stronger than the sum of their parts. Uh, yeah, but so like that's he's true. like a hundred percent Goku, a hundred percent Vegeta, and then at least thirty percent Gogeta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you but think Gogeta he's... likes things that like Vegeta and Goku don't? Maybe they're just both <laughs> indifferent all those on like those Gogeta days. like that likes up Scott. <laughs> well, Vegito clearly <laughs> likes candy. And you don't think Goku or Vegeta like candy? Not to nearly the extent. He likes it more than the sum of their like of candy. <laughs> yeah, he at least mentions his like of candy. Yeah, you so think it's just like a hedonist in... thing? Like everything that they like, like okay, he's like he's amplified. With. Yeah. <laughs> he Yeah. So Maybe. I mean, they don't really explore fusion enough. Yeah, it only lasts for 30 minutes, so we really don't yeah. get a whole lot. <laughs> Where's the awkward threesome with Balma and Chi-Chi? Yeah. <laughs> or, or give just, them just... the Paranga earrings and then yeah. get into oh, some man. real weird shit. <laughs> Beachy? <laughs> <laughs> if you... <laughs> like... One couple, like Bulchi, like the sure. the dudes do the dance and the girls wear the earrings. There you go. That's some <laughs> weird, dudes, weird shit. The dudes do the dance and the girls wear the earrings. <laughs> True. I guess they could do the dance. It's established that literally anyone can. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, remember I mean, anybody else but Sans do it. Piccolo and Krillin do it, so oh, I don't yeah. understand why. They're the only... It, yeah, you have to have your power levels match. How the oh, fuck right. is Piccolo's I, the same as Krillin's? Like, because they, they can raise can lower lower. your own. Yeah. So it makes yeah, you humans have it on the special. Same level. And Chi-Chi yeah. and Balma are probably right about there. I'm sure Chi-Chi's is way higher than Balma's. I mean, she did fight in the world tournament. Yeah. And then was a housewife for 40 years. That's yeah. hard yeah. work. Absolutely That's no training. Work. That's still she work. also, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's true. If like we learn anything she has from the to tournament ma- of power arc, 
not doing martial arts for 40 years actually makes you as strong as Super I Saiyan. Chi Chi is Goku. currently raising a Super Saiyan adolescent. That like yeah, that's training in its own. <laughs> he probably I mean, fucked are, Goku. Are they really when she raising Goten? Okay, probably not. <laughs> They're probably just letting him run around. As long as they feed him, she he's was, fine. She was so protective over Go- Gohan, but like for Goten, it's like yeah, go go live on an island. I am so yourself. tired of ra- <laughs> yeah, of educating kids. I mean, I mean, they to probably be fair, he Gohan. was on the island for two hours. Yeah. Also, it's like okay. <laughs> okay, Goten, you can be the head of security for but, Capsule Corp, I guess. I but Gohan fucking sucks, dude. Like, Gohan is, like, hated <laughs> by the Z-Warriors. Like, surely God. she sees that. He really yeah, again, got he really fucking... got done dirty, man. That fucking green jumpsuit with the glasses well, we've was talked so about awful. This enough. We've talked about this enough. Like, All right, so yeah, Gogeta's awesome. He's probably going to be meta. So is the meta character meta this point? Yeah. No. Right now all you right now right now all you see it. is Bardock, Kid Goku and Super Saiyan. Now you're going to see two of those and then Gogeta. Ben's <laughs> not willing to make a call on which two. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people will replace. Probably not, not Bardock. Crafting. Yeah. <laughs> I like my Beerus. I like my Beerus base Goku. I like my low tier. I'm not. <laughs> you truly you are, are a low tier god. Mm. Don't associate <laughs> me with that man. Why? Because <laughs> he's a scrub. I'm calling you out, low tier god. Low tier god would destroy you. <laughs> probably. He's not gonna come probably. to your house and destroy you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's gonna swat yeah, the shit out of you right now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. We haven't even uploaded it. Stay tuned Probably next not. week Swatting to see if Ben dies. Yeah. Okay. What's the next <laughs> waifu-based game? That played? I. Wait. What? What makes Gogeta so good? Because he's got he's got everything. He's, he's, a got, new he's got he's a new so, character. He's so no one knows Kamehameha? no one knows his. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's got the Kamehameha. He's got the Final Flash. He's got the multi form. He's got a full screen command grab. He's got one. six <laughs> supers. Wait, does he do the um the Rainbow Kai? Yes. Nice. So he's got a level one on the ground, which you can then make a level two or a level three. You can do a you can do a normal level three. You can do a level one in the air. <laughs> like um you can just supers for the, days. I would say a missed opportunity is adding a music track of the guy chanting Go! Go, 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 Gogeta, Gogeta. <laughs> also, Jelly Bean World, which we mentioned in a previous podcast. Like, From yes, Jibenba? there's a lot of things they could do to make this game. So, are they better. done? Are they done with DLC? Is People, he the last one? No, no, we Broly still, still isn't out. Yeah, we have Super Saint. We have Broly from the movie. Oh, well, Broly from this Broly Super. Yeah, movie. don't that, you mean yeah. Broly? Broly, yes. <laughs> And people does he start our, out in base form? I don't know. We, we we haven't seen anything. There's no way he does. He's going to be gigantic. <laughs> Probably. I, mean, I could imagine him starting <clears throat> out in base form and then his super being like him transforming and then just being. Like, I would like to see more ridiculous. characters with installs, where like like Golden Frieza. I'd like yeah. to see more characters get those like cool like level three buffs and stuff. But isn't it like generally bad to be Golden Frieza though? Uh, nah. 
There's probably a top have, tier. Yeah, but for I us, have, it's fucking awesome. I have the best strategy for Golden. You do. Teaser. Dave still uses it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also uh, got the game at, called Code Vein, which Code which is yeah, aka Vampire Waifu Dark Souls. <laughs> I'm so here for this. <laughs> so, um, I'm not. I I'm not exactly sure who does this game. Bandai Namco. But it. Uh, yeah, I could have guessed that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But uh, it is so over the top. It's very anime. It's is it very, more anime than Astral Chain? It's it. Yeah, it's yes. How is that possible? Well, it have doesn't. You it beat doesn't. Astral Chain. Because that shit gets pretty fucking. Okay, anime. I haven't beaten Astral Chain, and it doesn't have an anime opening, but it has some. Cra- <laughs> it's losing so far. But the cra- the customization is absolutely insane. Like there is so like you can make your character. You look mean the like, create a character or the game? Yeah, player? it's create a character, and it's not just hair type and hair color like Astral Chain. And face, I don't know, I think Astral Chain had face, but only had like four faces or something. Either way, this customization is insane and crazy. You can put all sorts of accessories on your character. You can give them cat ears, cat tails, fox ears, you can just do whatever. If you've seen it in an anime, it's probably an accessory in this game. Are vampires known for their fox ears? (laughs) Mm-hmm. If you want, like, go for it. Okay. But <laughs> the uh, mechanic in the game is... What does you... yours look like? What? What does yours look like? Waifu what material. Got, she's what got an mean? eye patch. She has, she has okay. black hair with uh, purple tips. So, listeners, take this down, and now you know what Ben's fetish is. Yeah, go. I'm sending this to your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Who looks exactly like this? <laughs> she's got she yeah she's got a red leather jacket. The inside's white. A rocket launcher on her back. Are you trying to fuck Dante? Is that what we're here? That's basically what I was going for. <laughs> I was like, this is a vampire game. This is so anime. I'm just gonna make my character look like a female Dante. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Easy. Dante, Dante, but with boobs. <laughs> yeah. Dante looks like a female Dante. <laughs> yeah. So it's an even more effeminate Dante. <laughs> but Dante. Uh, the mechanic in it is pretty cool because um, you choose a class, and as you play that class, you learn the abilities, and eventually you master those abilities. And what that means is you can move them from different class to different class. So eventually you can have skills and abilities and passives that fit your playstyle. This sounds a lot like Final Fantasy XIV. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, because like you'd level and then like you get class abilities and you can like re-level a new one when you unlock well, it. Well yeah, then it yeah, it's a lot like that. Um you spend your I don't know what it's called. I'm just gonna call them souls. <laughs> it's not blood. Soul. They're vampires. It's, pro- it's probably called blood something. 
some You've been weird... playing this game, Ben. What is it I called? know, but I, <laughs> but I just associate the terms I see with just Dark Souls shit. Okay. Yes, the bonfires are called mistletoe, but I'm going to call them bonfires. <laughs> sure. Do you make out with, like, a little version of you that <laughs> no. you created? <laughs> oh, Benson. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly talking as the character's voice as I'm running around. <laughs> but um, it kind of has a... Um, Castlevania-esque gameplay to it in which you have uh, your abilities and magic and stuff like that are based on a a consumable charge. And so you get that charge by uh, killing enemies, uh, by doing backstabs and stuff like that. So you have a little bit of uh, um, ammo management. So what's the combat like? Uh, it's, you know, it's a lot like, it's a lot like Dark Souls, where it's a over-the-shoulder, you know, lock-on, um... Slow? Uh, no, way more fast-paced. Faster than Bloodborne? So I'd probably like Faster than... You'd like... I think you... Matt, this is, like, the easiest way to get into a Dark Souls game. (laughs) Because... Would I like it, Ben? I think you'd like it. I think you'd enjoy this, actually. You you just played through all the Astral Chain, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that. I think you'd enjoy it. But, uh... Why, is the, why are the reviews so bad for this game? I assume <laughs> all... I assume all the weebery... <laughs> Whoa, that don't, let's not use derogatory terms here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's rated very positive on Steam, so you know. What was yeah? Uh, but those are all degenerates. <laughs> yeah. What was what was Panty you, Patrol rated? Can you can you change the size of your? Of course you can. <laughs> you fool. It's like the first. You it's like idiot. the first choice. You. <laughs> you go down the list, and it's like male or female. Then the second second option is physique, and then that first option in physique is like chest slider, right there. Okay, so <laughs> is it by cup size? No, it's just a it's just a bar with a line. Works for can male I triple and S, female. Can I triple S sub cup size though? Can I smoke <laughs> in there, six style in cup words? size? No, I just want S rank cups. <laughs> oh, you can't get you can't get crazy. <laughs> you can't get that insane. So you can you can adjust the the boobs, but you can't adjust a good uh, a package bulge on the male characters. No, yeah, they, also a, uh, they also have chest. They also have chest slider. Oh, for beachiness. Yeah, for beachiness. I'm really hoping how, you want to point how out. tight do you want those straps across his chest? <laughs> I do want to point out that Code Vein has 82% uh, positive reviews on Steam, and Panic Party has 92% <laughs> positive reviews. Which <laughs> goes to show that Steam's is degenerates. That's all they are. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Steam's really like just been like, yeah, you made a game. Okay, well, we'll put it I up mean, there. it's like that thing that Kevin was pointing out. Like, there's just like legitimate porn on Steam now. Yeah, it's they're like, just the taking. Yeah. They're taking. Now. They're just taking all bets now. Yeah, like, this is how you compete with the Epic Store. Panties is really tame compared to some of the shit that's just on the preview right? tab now. Yeah, they've, they've lost their ways. It's they almost like they don't make games uh, anymore, and they're just raking in like the incidental cash. <laughs> 
Steam for it. Yeah, this is absolutely what happens when you don't make a third Half-Life game. <laughs> it just devolves you, into this. You think that's what triggered the end time? The lack of a yes. third Half-Life? <laughs> yeah. The world just started breaking apart after that? <laughs> we were owed the ending. Dude, it's true. When you go back and like read those press releases, it's just like, yeah, we're doing episodes so that we'll have like a lot of content coming out a lot faster. Yeah, fuck that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be episode then, like, three projected to release in like 2006 and and the way that like half-life 2 like crescendos and ends and then like the epilogue that episode one and two are is like such a fucking amazing experience that like you're like yeah i can't that you it's definitely going somewhere but it yeah like, <laughs> yeah you know it's like well, you you'll never you know, know. Like, who is right. G-Man? Just go just go read the legally distinct gender-swapped <laughs> summary of what episode three was going to be. Yeah, I read no, that, but... and then it also ended in a cliffhanger. <laughs> 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 Who is G-Man? He was you. He was, yeah. He's in all of us. <laughs> G-Man's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> but uh been any other waifus well that's the thing i have started to notice <laughs> that, that all you do is play waifu that all games? the the bosses <laughs> yeah fighters i'm just all about the waifus with that <laughs> but um all the all the bosses are are have been female so far <laughs> and absolutely ridiculous okay. Um, the, how many bends do you give your, uh, the green, the, you're basically your Emerald Herald, your whatever person you talk to in the hub world. Uh, her name is Lo and she is wearing an outfit that looks like she just became a full fledged human in a second. Like it is just torn and ripped and just. Uh, like it's like the squirrel girl from the Legend of the Shield. It's era. worse than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> how could it be worse? <laughs> because it is like not. It's the least amount of thread available for an outfit. <laughs> but I thought Without... the squirrel girl would like level up and then grow older so that she was closer in the. That one was age. bad. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you're, you're saying talking, that yeah. this is worse. This is this is worse in just of how her outfit is. I guess isn't she thousands of years old? Probably. I don't know the whole plot line exactly. What is um, the plot of this game? <laughs> the plot so the of this game. And... Okay, so it's the future, and vampires okay. exist. Humans what? are. Does that matter? Okay. Like... <laughs> Humans are a rarity. And so vampires hoard these humans for their blood, and that's not a very sustainable source. Oh, this so, is some legacy of Kane shit. I'm into this. Already. Yeah, yeah. Keep so going. there's, there's. So it's vampire climate change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's these, uh, there's these trees that uh, exist that produce these blood drops and that's what okay. mainly what the economy has been turned into is uh people needing these blood drops to survive or harvest so or like, having a human on standby 
They're like vegetarian vampires from Twilight. And so these trees have been drying up, <laughs> but I've come along and I can bring the trees back. So is this a farming simulator? <laughs> no. <laughs> is this Stardew Valley but with vampires? Maybe. Maybe it'll just become that. I mean, it's an anime game. You never know what they're gonna transform into. <laughs> are you? So you? Who are you fighting? Other vampires. Other vampires and uh, other, uh, when a vampire doesn't have blood for a long period of time, they go crazy and they become a lost, quote unquote, and they basically turn into a monster. So that's basically what you're fighting. sounds like a weird mix between like Van Helsing, uh, fucking Vampire Hunter D, and then Blood. Yeah. Throw some steampunk in there, and you're pretty much on the nose. <laughs> I mean, Vampire Hunter D takes place in the future. The guy has a fucking spaceship. I mean, that's true. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's this weird dystopian steampunk anime <laughs> vampire game. And you like it? It's been pretty fun. <laughs> Are you just playing by yourself? It. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten into the. Uh, multiplayer or the 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 co-op system um when you start up a game uh you have a hub world with people in this hub world and you can bring them along with you to fight alongside you like ai companions. yeah yeah ai companions so cool. i i haven't really how many bends do you give it uh we'll give it a good seven bends What's it better oh, than, and what's pretty, it worse than? That's pretty high. Uh, well, it's worse. It? It's worse than all the Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro. Okay, and what's it better than? Um, trying to think of something similar to compare it to. I would say it's it better, better than, than... Blood. I would say it's better than Remnant from the Ashes. <laughs> Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I thought you really liked that game. I did, but I enjoy this the more. The scale is fucking off the charts. I thought you gave that an 8 out of 10 <laughs> bands. This is a 7 out of 10 bands. What's going on? <laughs> the bands have different value every week. <laughs> <laughs> it depreciates. I need some foundational bends here. Where my, where's my load-bearing Ben? <laughs> what is it? You don't. You just won't know. It's a secret. <laughs> Whoa, look who's Mr. Mystery now. Yeah. This house is built on quicksand. <laughs> quicksand of bends. <laughs> yeah. We're not very stable when stacked upon each other. <laughs> Kevin, what'd you do? Jesus, that was so <laughs> aggressive. Oh, man, I heard, I heard there was a potential of two things. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Do you guys want to guess one of them? Um, um, Cody, Cody Banks. Banks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the first guess. But uh, uh, did you play? Did a sequel of Panty Patrol come out? <laughs> Some Peter. dog shit N sixty four game. <laughs> I mentioned this game earlier in the podcast in regards to Ben bringing it up in comparison to Code Vein. I know what game you're talking about. It's Glover Two. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you played another waifu game. Uh, Hot Boyfriend? Kind of. I beat Astral Chain. Ooh. Damn, son. I hear that um, game's fucking long. I played Astral Chain too. 
that one's not too bad. It's like, it's longer than I expected it to be, mm-hmm. but it's not anything like absurd. Um, cool. I didn't look to see how many hours I put into the game because it's usually a pain on the Switch. Yeah. Whether or not it even wants to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it tells you if you're over 75 hours. I know that, but <laughs> that I don't know. So did you like it yeah, to like play it through and finish it, or did you just yeah, grind I mean, it I out? Yeah, I enjoyed okay. it. Uh, ultimately, the story was like nothing. It's fucking to dog write shit. Home about it's bizarre. <laughs> it's, like it's I got, not even dog shit. Is it it's just just is it tropey? No. I, do you guys care about <laughs> spoilers? No one who's listening should care about spoilers for this game. The story is awful and makes <laughs> no sense. I'm asking these two. No, I don't, not, I'm never care. really invested in anime Spoil plot me, games. <laughs> All right. Jump ahead if you care. Uh, so, you know how you start that game and you're like, wow, look at this Gendo Ikari looking motherfucker. Uh, yeah, they take that all the way to its conclusion especially if you're playing the male character because he ends up using a shit tons of of clones of your sister to fight you uh to eventually bring on the human instrumentality project yeah do they just drop it do they just name drop that shit it's so it's so (laughs) weird they like mention like prophecies and stuff and then i got shot by an angel and then i sprouted wings and then they never mentioned that again to my knowledge, yeah, like, and it's just like, what's they, happening? Like, big old nerve like, symbol in the like background. They, I feel like they wrote half of a game and then just like gave the fuck up. Yeah, because <laughs> like you have this whole thing with like Jenna, you know, this crazy scientist woman who disappeared for twenty years, uh, like trying to do something, and like it includes destroying significant parts of the city. So you're trying to stop her. But then, like, she saves your sister largely out of nowhere after she turns into, like, a one-winged angel kind of thing. She's like a one-winged angel. And then then dies, and then nobody ever mentions her again. Anything about where she was for 20 years, what she was doing, what her goals were. Doesn't matter. Why she was opposed. All of it doesn't matter. They don't answer any questions about what this other dimension is, what these creatures are, what they're trying to do. Like, is there going to be like eight more really... astral chains? Was this like episode yeah, they don't one explain... in a twenty-six <laughs> episode game series? I just don't believe they're going to bother answering any of this. Like, this makes less sense than Bayonetta. Like, and Bayonetta makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Yeah, like, at this point, it's almost just, like, don't fucking bother. Wow. Like, you already just clearly didn't give a fuck. Because, <laughs> like, it didn't even make me go, like, wow, this is dog shit. It's just, like, this is clearly nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> these are just excuses to make, like, crazy boss fights. And, like, that's fine. Like, I don't try <laughs> to like, don't try to paint it as something. Dude, yeah, I don't know. This seems seems like you were sweet, trying though. to do something. I don't, I don't want to yeah, show I mean, this I, anymore. It's fucking awesome. Like, despite all yeah, that, it's so good. I still enjoyed it. It's just, like, if you enjoy the story in the first, like, hand, like the first half of the missions, if you're at, like, file six and you're like, oh, I kind of like the mystery and everything, just give it up. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy it for the gameplay because that's going nowhere. Yeah, end of, end um, of file six, shit hits the fan. You're like, what is going on? Reminds me, of, honestly, it kind of reminds me of Trauma Center. 
What? Yeah. yeah. Well, you start out as a normal doctor and you're taking care of normal doctor stuff. Then all of a sudden you find yourself diffusing a bomb on a plane and then oh, dealing with alien viruses as you get near the end of the game. And you're like, what I am guess, I playing But to be now? fair, <laughs> Astral Chain comes out the gate with extra planar demons. Yeah. So. That's true. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's as normal as being a cop with a stand can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mada, mada, mada. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I still really enjoyed the uh, the combat and everything. Like, especially once I kind of learned uh, what the ranking system wanted from me, which is, like, mostly just, like, changing it up. Like, the more varied you are, Super the better the styling, system. styling, man. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, you know, switching your legions out mid-combat and, uh, you know, obviously hitting the triggers and everything. Mm. Um, so, like, once I was pretty consistently getting, like, S-plus on combats, um, you know, and I didn't feel like I was just being a dumb idiot all the time, <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. And, like, uh, the, like, I did enjoy the crazy bosses because, like, for all the weird enemies you get, they start to, like, for as weird as they are, Bland. they don't stand out. Yeah. They're just like, okay, this is just generic weird enemy. But then, like, some of the bosses near the end uh, are, like, really crazy and cool looking. Like, the one-winged angel form I mentioned... And uh, there's one boss fight where you don't even fight the boss because it's just like, no, this guy's too big. Like, fuck off. You're not going to do anything. <laughs> You're still just a slightly stronger than normal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that fight actually, quote unquote, fight because um, you're mostly just trying to dodge attacks. <laughs> uh, it's a survival that one, thing. like, yeah, really impressed me. With the visuals that the switch is capable, uh, of. like switch, pull, yeah, managed to pull off, and like what um, platinum managed to do with you know the relatively underpowered switch. Platinum's good at that shit. Um, yeah, like no more heroes is so platinum, like, right? Yeah, but I mean they do all these tricks. Like there's yeah. so many rooms you're just like there's nothing around here because they don't want the framework to go to <laughs> yeah. a hole. Like, the whole astral plane is just, like, oh, geometric shapes because it can't do anything more and do the mm-hmm. combat system. Yeah, but even then, so, like, they have one or two fights that do take place inside the city, and so it does become, like, there's at least one homunculus fight where, like, it's bringing the astral plane into the, like, normal city, and so it's, like, a combination of both, and it's just, like, yeah, I'm not getting, like, any frame rate drops during this, so, like, it's super good impressive. job, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you... Yeah, technologically, it's incredible, and a lot of the visuals are fucking spectacular. Mm. And I still enjoy the game, and... Um, are you playing fucking, anymore? I wish... Yeah, I'll probably do some of the cleanup, like at least try and rescue the cats and get all the toilet paper. <laughs> Did you <laughs> finish say. File 12, Kevin? <laughs> I have not played File 12 at all yet. I haven't done any of the... Because like, I hear that's almost as long as the first game, or like the main game. Cause it's just like a bunch of fights. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Battle from missions. what I've heard, yeah, it's just a bunch of fights in a row. Um, which, like, I'll probably give a try at some point, but I don't know if I'll bother. It's like your bloody palace, anytime soon. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, if you like those third-person action games and character action games like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, like, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't get this game. Every third-person action game needs to have a Bloody Palace-esque thing. Uh, You think so? I think so. I mean, that's the reason why you play those games, right? Is for the combat. So why not always have something to enjoy that part of the game? Yeah, I mean, like... The way I hear certain people discuss these games, it's, you know, with the same fervor and dedication a lot of people put into fighting yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. And since well, you don't have the endless combat of online play, you need something like the Bloody Palace to put all of that training and, like, teaching Rather than playing a specific in. mission just because there's the most enemies there, you know? But, yeah. like, in near Automatic Tomatoes, like, there's nothing like that, is there? Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm the DLC sure a lot of people wish there was. Maybe. But Maybe the that's DLC That's like a kind of game somewhere. where I feel like the story is so impactful. Like you I play the story so many back. times, you get your fill of combat. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's definitely a part of it. I got a lot more out of the story from Nier Automata than I did uh, Astral Chain. Yeah. I did enjoy finding out that you can switch twins. Uh, what if you do yeah if you do the file select and go back to the first mission it'll have you select a twin again oh wow and then you can just play as the other twin um it'll even like just copy over like the hairstyle and colors oh, and nice. <laughs> outfit choices you've made that's funny that's the other thing it's like i probably i do want to kind of go back for some of the uh weirder outfits <laughs> that are out there like, I got a holographic cat mask, and I can't imagine it's the only holographic mask there is. Nice. I got a box you can just wear on your head. <laughs> awesome. It's called the Gundam outfit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, overall, I really enjoyed it. Like, it's definitely a solid buy and a solid, like, again, I don't totally know, but it was between 10 and 20 hours. How many easy. Kevins? Where are my Kevs at? How many stacks of Kevins? <laughs> I'd, I'd give it like a solid eight Kevins. Wow. Maybe like seven and a half. That's oh, a God, that light. Kevin. What happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the half you think. It's like the left arm. It's like a squiggle. Like it's like a <laughs> diagonal part of the torso. Yeah, yeah it just matches <laughs> half the weight. It's not like a squiggle. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a bunch of weird, unconnected body parts. Yep. That are, may or may not be Kevin's. <laughs> ah, Kevin shouldn't be! Ah. What, what, what would Kevin's stand be? Because I was thinking the uh, Dunkaroo a mascot. The Dunkaroo kangaroo. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad we all think this. <laughs> Holding two Dunkaroos is hitting you. <laughs> With its backwards cap and hoodie. You can throw the cookies like ninja stars. <laughs> yeah. Then drown you in the icing. Dunka 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 dunka. Yeah, you don't even got you even got your multi hit attack. Uh, and so the other thing I did is watched. That's right. A relatively things. older sitcom at this point. Seinfeld. Called How I Met Your Mother. Ugh, oh. I hate this show. Wait, did you have you seen this before? Yeah, I. Uh, when the last season was airing, I started watching it for the first time. Oh, wow. 
and now got caught up. up with it in time to watch the finale. Oh, so you've already seen so, yeah, it. I've seen it all. Okay. I've seen it all once before. You going through it? And so, like, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's almost a Cody Banks type situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you trying to fall asleep? <laughs> no, we just <laughs> we put it a on Cody as like Banks background type music for situation. like. Uh, for like background noises, I played like Astral Chain and Kara played Toontown. And we need to get Kara on the podcast <laughs> to talk about Toontown. No, she's going to talk about how much sex she has with Kevin. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Most of my conversations is about how much she gets fucking piped on by you, dude. I don't want to hear that. She's like, how much do you play Toontown? Jesus. I'm not joking. <laughs> It's like 90% of my conversation with Kara. She's like, all right, thanks. I don't know what to tell you, man. I lay pipe. Yeah, she lets me know. She's just just texting Sud. (laughs) Kevin, Kevin, all those times when you're like, who are you texting? She's like, no one. She's been texting (laughs) Kevin. Or Sud. Whoever. What? Uh, (laughs) Okay. But Sud, in regard to your music solution, like we've watched five seasons now. Like we literally finished season five shortly before I came online to start the podcast. And so that's like 44 hours of television. <laughs> like, I don't think I've listened to 44 hours of music in my life. Oh, that's so depressing. So years. Years old. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, your life is just a fucking Kevin. desert of pipe. Name, and like this, wait. The Steven Universe soundtrack yeah, is gonna, only so long. I was going to say. <laughs> I can only loop that in the Hamilton soundtrack <laughs> yeah. so many times. Yeah, Kevin's oh, soundtracks include the Steven Universe movie, Hamilton, and probably the Weird Al discography. And that's that's it. That and uh, goof, the Goofy Oh, movie. yeah, yeah. That's important. And that one song, Kryptonite, by Three Doors Down. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> so like, there's still like a ton of episodes that we just do fucking whatever through. Because um, like, there are definitely parts of that show, much like when we watch all the Universe movies that are very dated. Yeah. Oh my God. So Barney Stinson's character is... a lot of jokes is... about trans people. Awesome. Barney is incredibly rapey at points. <laughs> I mean, like, Patrick Harris, I mean... And PH wouldn't do that. <laughs> he's pretty creepy and weird and every time he plays anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he jackknifes pretty readily between just, like, kind of creepy and pushy to, like, full-on, like, sexual assault. <laughs> uh Fucking, there was one recently where he was just like, I'm going to the recently. Alzheimer's ward to, yeah, to like tell young women with Alzheimer's that I'm their long lost husband. And it's wow. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a joke like, that came guys... out of the writer's room and no one yeah. like pushed back on that. That's Holy so fuck. funny, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. <laughs> Well, and there High was fives. like early on there was a there was a joke about him recording all of his sexual encounters, which they then tempered by him stating that he 
told all of them about it and offered them to buy it like they were getting off of a roller coaster. But then they ruined it by later making a bunch of jokes about women not knowing they were being recorded. <laughs> it's just like, you guys did so well the first time you made this joke, and now it's just getting and worse. You shot it down. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a nightmare. Uh, which isn't to say that there aren't still, like, a lot of really solid stuff. Like, you know, it wasn't as popular as it was. For no I reason. I do love whenever they mention... Just like Big Bang Theory. I love That's whenever great, they mention marijuana, they use the word sandwich, so you get these funny flashbacks. You know, Young Sheldon's going on its fourth season. Just It's the number genius. one show in America. We all know it's great. It must <laughs> be good. Yeah, I'll probably put that on to fall asleep some night. Young Sheldon? <laughs> Um, do you think they're gonna be but like it is do you think like all the other characters are back but in young form oh, oh I'm sure do you think they just they, do you think they just do yeah, that there's shit there's no chance they don't all at least make a cameo or something yeah. Big Bang Theory, it's like Big Bang, Big Bang Theory Muppet Babies yeah, Edition yeah basically like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking more shows could use the Muppet Babies treatment honestly <laughs> give me two Muppet Babies <laughs> fantastic Breaking Bad Muppet no Babies. Scrubs Scrubs would translate Je- so well. Little Jesse and little Walter cooking, um, you know, like... Pizza! You know they have, like, a 30-year age difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you could just have, like, a 30-year-old Walter White. And, and then like a stomach. A <laughs> uh, just a pregnant stomach. He's like a toddler, Jesse, and he's just yelling at him, You're so stupid, Jesse! Did you cook this mess? <laughs> But then, yeah, he would still continue to give him just undue responsibility. <laughs> now drive now, this baby, car. I need you to kill this person for me. <laughs> I know you're in the womb. I'm going to put this pistol up your mom's vagina. Take it. Yeah, pull the trigger. You'll Exit be fine. the womb. Pull the trigger. <laughs> the embryonic uh, sac will protect you. <laughs> But it is, like, watching it now, it's very obvious their desperate attempts to stretch things out for as long as possible. Because uh, I think between season two and season five, whenever you do see the kids, it's just, like, the same reaction shot over and over. Oh. Like, <laughs> because they, if you didn't know, they recorded everything with the kids he's telling the story to before, like, during season two. And then just like looped it, had to make that work for the next seven seasons. Wow! God damn it! This sounds so bad. Wow! That is why (laughs) uh, the season finale totally undoes like seven seasons worth of character development because they only had certain reactions from the kids and just refused to change that or go back and record it. Um. But so, yeah, it's just, like, shots of the kids sitting on the couch, staring at the screen, saying nothing. <laughs> and then it's like, at that point, yeah, you can just have uh, Bob Saget say fucking whatever. <laughs> to be honest, that sounds like your viewing experience watching Big Bang Theory, just staring blankly into the distance. As it's it's probably not far off, <laughs> based on the few experiences I've had watching Big Bang Theory. The laugh track is what kills me on Big Bang Theory. I don't. 
I don't like that show at all. No, I no one does. Movies. Well, except most of America. <laughs> they walk. Yeah, they but... walk into the room and they're like, "I just switched from Windows Nine to Windows 10. It's like a laugh track. Why is that funny? It'll be like playing a video game. It'll be like, remember, in Nintendo sixty four had that <laughs> <laughs> it had a funny third handle for some reason that was so weird yeah crowd crowd rips own head off in laughter and then they'll say something like it was for (laughs) that gouging my uh, own eyes out this is so fucking funny yeah and then sheldon will be like it was for some uh mario game that was not released in it and they'll be like "Ah, i'm watching the show right now (laughs) you're not guffawing hard enough guys you have to blow out your mic yeah that's how fucking (laughs) funny it is I'm so excited to edit this. <laughs> All right, Sud, so why don't you tell us about Young Sheldon? Uh, if by Young Sheldon you mean he's young the Batman. hippest eight-year-old atheist who ever offended a Christian mom. What really is that? What it's about? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, there's Matt? A, there's this there's a. A scene where he's at church. He's like, "I don't buy this because I'm smart." How do you know this? Because <laughs> Matt watches cable. I've watched, I've watched it for the cringe factor. <laughs> Did it? Like just mm-hmm. that's how it's doing it for is the pod, you, man. Is this why you no. like watch like New Year's Rock and Eve for the cringe <laughs> factor in Young Sheldon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to watch New Year's Rock and Eve for the and the Macy's flameouts. Day Parade. You have to watch the Macy's Day Parade or else you'll miss out on Al Roken <laughs> announcing Super Saiyan Goku. It's like moments or like that time, is what I live for. Or the or the time when they rickrolled uh Oh yeah, he came out of a uh, box or whatever. Day parade so on the, yeah, like if you don't watch that TV, with the Foster's like, home yeah. yeah. Let's uh rehear. That was this the bit. closest that was the closest any like brought like mainstream media has gotten to memes taking advantage of a meme, meme. yeah <laughs> just i'm taking advantage of it when it was actually popular yeah and yeah we're at like ninja flossing and <laughs> do it everybody do it <laughs> to be fair i had if like eight-year-olds went to times square for new years that would have fucking killed yeah wait <laughs> a bunch I, of drug I, midwesterners yeah yeah Speaking of memes, how come you didn't talk about Borderlands 3, Ben? I also played that. I talked about it. I talked about it. I talked about it last week on the call. Co- what pod. Kevin said. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. I hear there's a lot of memes in Borderlands 3. <laughs> are there are a lot of memes in Pickle Rick's in Borderlands 3. <laughs> oh my fucking God, really? Yeah. Is this Szechuan sauce? I don't know yeah. about Szechuan sauce, but Pickle Rick's in it. They just so like they do realize these memes are from 2016. Yeah, and, like, I mean it, right? Borderlands like, is the kind of game that just also takes internet culture and just shoves it into its game, you know. But like it won't hold up. Don't they realize that? No, like, they don't. That's why no one plays Borderlands One anymore. That's why no one's gonna play Borderlands Two anymore. That's fair. Like they don't. So care. like in a couple. In like three years, it's just gonna be cringe, like playing this game. It's yeah, like, oh, I do remember like, the fucking. I mean, it'll still be fun. It's not. It's not like it's. It's not like every goddamn mission is a meme. It seems like it is. I haven't run into where every mission is a meme. 
Okay. There's just a good amount of them. So, yes, it will be a very dated game in a year's time. That's how fast Yeah, I mean, if you're just is. listening to the internet hate train, of course they're going to say that every yeah. <laughs> mission is just nothing but memes. It's But, like, that's these are the same people who are trying to pretend, like, Borderlands 2 is the same thing and that Handsome Jack wasn't legitimately a charismatic and entertaining villain. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah. But Stallion. But, exactly. yeah. That's for the meme lords to decide, I suppose. <laughs> Who reign on high from their palaces. Yeah. <laughs> the meme council. <laughs> to cast final judgment. Judgment. <laughs> These memes aren't spicy. They're from fucking five years ago. Why are we playing this game? <laughs> In any case, so that that's what, what I, yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I subbed in. Yeah, no, I don't like Borderlands at all. I don't think they were very good games, um, all that, really. Um, <laughs> but I played four Vigi games. I played, Whoa. and then I also watched TV. Uh, so <laughs> TV, super quick. I watched, I like, you know, you guys came over and we did like a Sideshow Bob, like marathon of South Park. Or not South Park, Grumpsy Simpsons. It was super good times. I did a Mr. Garrison marathon of South Park, and that was amazing. And like, what is the first? What is the first Garrison episode? Like, like Garrison eccentric episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Mr. Garrison. Yeah, what's the first episode that revolves around him? Maybe at the end of the first, him and Mr. Slate gets rid of Mr. Hat, and he gets Mr. Stick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good point. I Matt I didn't knows. watch that. I actually watched the stuff around his transition and then going forward. Um, so like, I watched the so the most like, go, timely go, go. and sensitive topics. <laughs> I did, and like it pains me to admit, and like this is a recording, but I still laugh my ass off. <laughs> like they're so fucking outrageous. Like the thing is, is that like the stuff he's saying is awful. She, sorry, the stuff she's saying is awful, but like. Like, they just mercilessly make fun of her for it. You know, like, you, she's not empathetic at all. And so it's like watching a Shasha Baron Cohen character, almost. Like, Aaron mm-hmm. Morad, or like, uh, what's that one guy? Uh, is it Gio Maldonado? You know the one? Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the Italian guy. The Italian playboy who's, like, asking Gio. for children to have sex with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these are people you laugh at. You're like, God, these fucking terrible, you know? And, like, Mr. Garrison's like that. And so, like, when Garrison's just yelling, two daddies, two daddies, everyone laughed at the freak at two daddies. Like, it's just so over the top. You're like, this person is ridiculous. And the funny thing is that I find it really timely because it's sort of, like, Trump behaves like Mr. Garrison. Like, it's... Eerie. I mean, like, didn't yes. they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They very I mean, specifically had Mr. Garrison be the Trump stand-in. Yeah, yeah. I know, but like, I kind of <laughs> thought it was over the top, and then like the stuff he's coming up with now, like during this new impeachment seems, process, seems normal. Is similar. <laughs> it seems normal. Like, yeah, and it's just like, oh, this is crazy town, you know. So that was really good. Um, I thought it held up well, but I think it held. It holds up for someone who lived through a period in time where saying like the f word was okay you know what i mean and yeah. i sort of i don't know if it's nostalgia or something, but like i just 
What? <laughs> the one we're no not willing to say on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. We we went through a whole thing when Matt, yelling at Matt when he told us he got <laughs> yelled at for saying the F word at work. And we're just like, well, why did you do that? And he's like, because they were being fucking dumb. <laughs> just like, why didn't you just say you said fuck at work? It's very yeah. <laughs> misleading. Um. So that was something. I thought it held up, but it held up for my generation. I think you know? doing that with uh, with um, Randy would be awesome. I think that would be a really good oh, set absolutely. of episodes. But there are way more Randy episodes than Garrison ones. Well, like, I think South Park realized Randy's stuff. potential and really gave him a lot more episodes in the later seasons because he was such a great character as I- this show went on. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still, like, try to pick some Randy ones. Like, I watched The Losing Edge, like, where he's fighting the Bat Dad. Oh, yeah. How fucking funny that <laughs> I is. I thought this was America. Yeah, I thought this was America. <laughs> or, like, when he's taking the biggest shit, and he's, at the end of the episode, he's literally spiraling <laughs> Holy out because crap. his shit's so big. This is 30 While it says Emmy-winning show yeah, at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and then they stick the Emmy in. Hot, the hot, 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 hot. <laughs> yeah, he just hot, 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 hot. And then, like... Fucking Bono is like, oh, bitty. He's like nursing on like this like Swedish side. I also like. Okay, we can't just <laughs> we can't just uh, make this all the jokes from South Park. We like. Why what not? Else did you do said. God damn it! I played Astral Chain a lot of it. I got to file seven. The game's really good. I don't want to talk about it anymore, but it's really good and also baffling. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I played three games that like sort of speak to my soul in terms of like types of games I love to play. And Dating so sins. one I talked about briefly a couple weeks ago called a uh, plague, a uh, plague's tale innocence. Oh, right. Um, that's a really good game. It's really scary. Um, it's like really well done. The problem with it is that, and I don't know if you read this, but like there was a New York times expose about, so the proliferation of like child abuse on the internet and now I can't play that game anymore because you play as two kids, like two children, like trying to escape the Inquisition. And I'll go back to it. It's really good. Like, I think it's on, I definitely want to talk about it during our game of the year episode for sure. But it's really cool. You haven't really played a whole lot like it. Um, but if you like horror games, it's really scary. And it's like, it's not a full $60 it's a really game. Awesome. It's like Sasuno's Sacrifice, right? Where it's like, just Setsuna's Sacrifice, or, Sanua's Sacrifice Hellblade? Yeah. It's more expensive than that. And also the game's like 15 hours long. For oh, wow. Sure. Jeez. Um, I thought it was like, I I thought it was so much shorter. I thought it was just like a little, like, f- you know, $15 solo adventure kind of. It's not 15 Yeah. I didn't realize, no, how, I didn't I realize how big this game actually like, was. It's not 60 it's though. It's $45 on Steam at full price. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know. Like it's like forty five fifty. I'm super into this, by the way, because like I think Code Vein's only fifty across all these platforms, which is cool. Like I'm. No, it's a sixty dollar game. Is it really? Mm-hmm. All right, I've been yeah. seeing it on sale and everywhere I... for like fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but that's a really good game. I just couldn't play it after like reading the story about like horrific child abuse that's going on, and I, was, I don't want to see these children die, which happens a lot. Like you do get caught a fair bit, but I played more of it, and I, I yeah. Really, but is it really like does it, it fade to black, or is it like now we're gonna beat you, kids? No, 
Uh, you see the children get stabbed, Jeez. and they're like eight and ten, respectively. So, or five, six and ten, respectively. So it's very, it's like Lara Croft deaths, you know, from Tomb Raider, God, like the new ones. When she like, drowned very, in the water, that was the worst. Graphics. Or when she's impaled on like a stick or whatever, you know. She dies a lot. Oh anyway. uh, yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> um. And so that's a really, really good that game. That game got a lot then, of flack for being like, you're beating up this lady too much. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they didn't know what Tomb Raider was, <laughs> frankly. It's <laughs> <laughs> an accurate description of that new Tomb Raider game. Or when they asked somebody what Tomb Raider was, they they were only sent the video of her drowning underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Make a game a like this. State. Like, what do you think this is? <laughs> well, it's I mean, to be fair, strange. those are all very much fail states. That and shooting tigers. Yeah, but like, it's not the game. Like, it's not like you torturing her. You know, it's not like Night Trap or whatever. Yeah, it's about trapping that I mean, butler in your mansion. <laughs> that poor butler. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave him in there for hours. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, uh, got art. I, so like for PS plus and I already had this game, so I, I bought it like on release and I never played it. And then it came out for free on PS plus. So you so downloaded like, it or opened your copy you already so had? I, I deleted the copy I already had cause it was on disc and then downloaded it. <laughs> and started playing. Take that Matt in your uh, physical media. <laughs> Your phone back to me. <laughs> One day when I can play game. Okay. Anyway, uh, what game I was this? Arkham Knight. Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, um, yeah. This game is so good, and it's also so bad, and I don't know how to feel about it, <laughs> except... Uh, you have you guys all played it? No, no one's played it but me, right? I own it, but I have not played it. Yes, we should all own it. So because it's on PS Plus, so like if you don't well, have I owned it, it before get on, that. <laughs> on PC, I don't have okay. PS Plus, I don't it. Oh my god, shameful! All right, um, yeah, accidentally renew like so, the rest of us. Well, I need to yeah. renew so I can get that um, Last of Us remaster next month. Well, I guess tomorrow. Yeah, do it now. You can yeah. still grab Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or just sit there in silence and don't defend yourself. Yeah, I was, I was waiting, waiting for, for you to get up in a fury and run to your PS4. Oh, I mean, were you waiting for me to say something? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a we're talking good. to you. I gave you advice and you just sat there <laughs> staring at the wall, I assume. I nodded. <laughs> we can't hear that. This audio medium makes it so hard to communicate with each other. <laughs> um, um, you know, yeah, I'll get I'll, you know, I'll get back on it. So yeah, the that game so art It's it starts out really bad. Unfortunately, it starts out like in a way that is not at all enjoyable. You lose all your powers. And no, if anything, this game has, uh, I'll talk about this. So like 
it's become Assassin's Creed in terms of the number of things you can do, yeah. and it's all contextualized. And it's really awkward to control. And it gets better because it's just it's just very particular. Like, I mean, I think the Assassin's Creed games control fairly well for the amount of stuff you can do in them. Um, but it just takes a while to get back into that headspace, you know? And but the story isn't good, and like the Arkham Knight in and of himself is not interesting, and it ties so closely back to the Arkham City that if you don't remember what happened, it's hard to like feel like you're back in the groove. And the the first impression's not good because the worst part of the game is the Batmobile. Like it it's like I was joking with you guys on our chat. It's like a one billion CC Mario Kart. It's so hard to control at top speeds. <laughs> is it as bad as the um? Like Land Rover in the first Mass Effect. Oh God, the Mako. I mean, that was just slow. The Mako. Like this one, you. <laughs> yeah. Where you could go, the, where you could go ninety degrees of walls. Yeah, you could. Um, but like in this one, you're just flying around really fast. You slam into walls, <laughs> and like it's it. It feels like everything's coated in oil, so it doesn't feel <laughs> like the the cars on the road. It's like you're on this like slick and you're like sliding around you gotta power and slide like more. the actual you do more Once tokyo you drifting slide, it's a little better or that um and then the riddler trophies are all like races or like the riddler missions are not good because it's like i don't really care about racing if i wanted to race up the Riddler racing missions game. were always not the greatest you'd always get one or two that were I... actually kind of clever but other they were good in the first Batman yeah game. Actually I got all of the tr- trophies. I I got all the Riddler trophies from Arkham City and Arkham As- uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I think they're really fun uh, and like they unlock like more stuff about you know the world and different characters in it. But once you get past that, you get to the first big area of the game, and it's Ace Chemicals, and like you go into Ace Chemicals, and it becomes this really cool Metroidy thing where you have to like rescue these people. And you're trying. You're working your way like further and further into the chemical shop, and uh, trying to find the Arkham Knight who's broadcasting from the area. And that's when the game's like perfect. It's so fucking good. It's like playing. It's like having the experience of playing the original Arkham Asylum again because you're in this area that has like a bunch of nooks and crannies, and you're exploring through and you're figuring out ways to interact with it. And then you're using the Batmobile as a puzzle element. Like the, it's like helping you get to different areas. You're using a tow to pull down walls and like getting further and further into the factory. And it's really, really cool. And then the, right when you get to that point, the t- there's a huge story twist. And I mean, I know it's like a four year old game. And though this is the way that it's going after this twist is one of the best Batman stories I've ever experienced and i love batman i have a bunch of the comics and this is a really good one and it really ties together the first two games in a really compelling way um um, and so if you have what sub what um like what villain does it involve the arkham knight uh ostensibly it involves scarecrow and the arkham knight and zaz and i'm not gonna say more than that I'm not going to say more than that. Because, um, like, Calendar after Man? the first two hours... Oh, my God, Ben. What about Calendar Man? Is he in it? <laughs> yes. What about Big Wheel? <laughs> he's not... He's, it's Marvel. 
I mean, yeah. Still though, <laughs> he's in there too. Just shows yeah. up. Got him. <laughs> want to name someone else? No, I just wanted Calendar no, Man. John and Ranchman. Is John Ranchman in there? Yes, actually, there is a character named John Ranchman. John Ranchman, a D- he's he sounds like a DC more than a Marvel. <laughs> John Ranchman is a he's an RO. <laughs> Um, anyway, the game's really good. Uh, and so I forgot how much I enjoyed those Arkham games. And it made me realize that, like, I love those kinds of games because I just really like open areas where I can, like, explore and experiment. And it's, like, so detailed. There's a bunch of really cool characters and details about the comics and, like, how this world's all tying together. And the twist is amazing. Like, it's a twist that's somewhat similar to the Andrew Ryan twist in Bioshock. Um, and it's happens like right at the beginning. And ever since that point, the game's been a roller coaster and like, it, it's really cool how it all Damn. opens up. It's, it's fucking awesome. You're and actually super. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking fly to Columbus and drown you. <laughs> the old that's, that's, that's Kevin's stand, not yours. It's like the uh, <laughs> the opposite of Batman versus Superman, where Superman had to build a suit <laughs> in order to make him as smart as Batman. I like that. Yeah, clever. <laughs> um, That's yeah, so really, all I need. <laughs> That's a sad, sad bar to clear. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, the game's really good. I'm really excited to go back to it. I played for about eight hours in oh, a geez. row on Sunday, and I had a great time. So good. I wonder how long uh, it is. And then, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm apparently a third of the way through the main story, and I'm only critical pathing the main story because like the side, some of the side stuff's really good. Like There's a really cool quest with Man Bat that's, that's enjoyable. But the stuff that makes you get into the Batmobile is terrible. Like, and that's their new mechanic, swing. so they're really all about it, huh? They shove it down your goddamn throat. <laughs> yeah, you're always in that. It's like movement controls in the early days uh, of the Wii. It feels that way, man. It's crazy. It's so irritating. Um, and it makes me not want to do the Riddler mission. It's like so frustrating because it's like I don't want to be in this Batmobile. Like every time when I'm just Batman, it's great. Whenever I'm not, it's really bad. And like being in the tank and like shooting other tanks is just awful. It's like one of the worst... It's like a Flash game, honestly, it feels like. It's so World bad. World of Tanks. <laughs> the Riddler? Actually, that's probably what it's like. Are you racing the Riddler? Or are you just driving real fast while no. the Riddler goes, a, a chicken, a wolf, and a human have to cross to a river? No, it's like there. you have... He gives you a code that opens and shuts, like, gates and stuff, and it becomes an obstacle course. And you oh. have to, like, time, like, opening doors, closing doors, using doors to launch you. It's fucking boring. Oh. I don't care. So it's um, just like a time trial. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, and, like, the game still looks amazing. Like, it's crazy to me how good it looks, you know, for a four-year-old game, but it's really, really good. The voice acting, I do want to say this, like, the voice acting in that game, like, I think they're really good video game voice actors, like, obviously... Is Kevin Conroy still doing Batman? solid. Oh, you better believe it. You Ruth Bader believe it. Um, 
And like that's just like shows you the difference. Like when you get like the entire cast of the like the animated series like to come back and to do that voice cast again. Like it's just it, it's on a whole other. I, mean, I have a I can't. And when other villains, I mean his voice is up? so iconic. I can't imagine a bat. <laughs> like when I see Batman, I think of Kevin Conroy's voice. <laughs> like you know he's playing like a live action, right? No. What's he really? What's he playing a live action in? He's like a playing, stage play? He's playing like an Bat- old Batman. Batman, Batman Beyond? Because okay. that'd be dope. B- Batman Benyon? <laughs> Shway. Like it's supposed to be like a one-off. I'm down. Um, where, where is this playing? At the gas station? <laughs> uh, voice of Batman Kevin Conroy will play that character in live action for the first time. In the upcoming okay. Arrowverse crossover based uh, on the DC Comics series Crisis on Infinite Earth. I was waiting for him to say at the nearest Sunoco. Oh, cool. God damn. I don't want to have to watch more Arrow to get to good it's a stuff. Lot of Arrow. I thought Arrow was pretty good. I never watched I it, but I watched it not? a lot of Season, it. But I can't. Seasons one and two are like legitimately good. Like season two is legitimately good television. Season three okay. takes a pretty steep dive. So, and then season uh, four became so bad that the Arrow subreddit became a Daredevil subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you can imagine like he's it. probably going to be playing an older Bruce Wayne. Yes, Kevin <laughs> I can imagine so. Quite... It's got to be like sixty-five. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, excited to go back to Arkham, but I'm more excited to go back to this game. Um, He's 63. I was so close. Okay, thanks. Yeah, if you got it right, he'd die. Important fact. (laughs) Yeah. All right, what other game said? It's called Control. uh, It's the latest game by Alan Wake. (laughs) Yeah, Remedy Entertainment. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, Alan Wake Entertainment. (laughs) This game is fantastic. This game is so good. It's like playing Bioshock for the first time or playing the first Alan Wake again. And it's like, I was really concerned after sort of the, what happened with, is it called qu- like Quantum, Quantum Theory or some theory. shit? I know what you're talking about. Where they tried to make their game before this, where they... they Quantum Break. Where they tried really hard Quantum to make break, like a yeah. television show slash video game. Yeah, yeah, and that did not work out well for them. <laughs> no, it did and not. This game's so good, guys. Like, I it it's really cool. It like really ties together. Like Alan Wake and this game are in the same universe, which is awesome. And it's do you know anything about it at all? Should well, I like talk about like it? all in the same universe? Yeah, I mean they all have ties to it, but like Alan Wake, very specifically to it. Um, this is like in, in this really is like uh, like uh, uh, a government. This is like an SCP kind of esque game, right? Absolutely, yeah. yes. And so it's really cool. <laughs> it's it's got like this really cool like supernatural element to it, um, and you do a lot of reading, and I mm-hmm. like that. Like so, but the cool thing is like all the stuff you read about like happens in the game, and so it's just like. 
a really well told story. It's really amazing design. Do they still do their the live lap, like, action video over top of video game? Some maybe I don't know. You should watch, you should play it. It's so good. Like if you like Alan Wake, you should totally play this game. I see. And it's just like it, it's like so much cool stuff. Like it's it's the coolest office building I've ever been in. Like it's it's. It's designed like an old, like, Soviet office building, but when you go into it, it's, like, always, like, shape-shifting and changing, and there's so many cool vignettes in the office about this, like, paranormal place that you're going to. So if you don't know anything about it, you are someone who is going to explore, like, what happened to your sibling in this office. It's called The Oldest House, and it's part of the Federal Bureau of Control, and that's where the title comes from. And you go into this building, and it turns out this building's actually one of the biggest in New York. It's just, like, a vessel for paranormal activity. And you are finding out what the government knows about this place. And it's, like, an unassuming building, but it's twice the size of the Empire State Building. And so it is consistently, like, shape-shifting and changing. And there's a bunch of really cool documents that you find throughout this as the Bureau has fallen and has been taken over by these alternate dimensional creatures called the hiss um, that you're fighting against using a shape-shifting gun called the service weapon or the service arm and that like changes into a shotgun or a pistol or whatever and the gun plays really good but like what really drags drives you forward is the story and so there's a ton of really cool incidental stuff like you'll find like a memo and it's just like super dry office stuff where it's just like hey if your office vanishes just put in a ticket with maintenance and they'll find and figure out what happened you know and it's like this cool like stuff like it's just delivered in like these really dry and really interesting ways like kind of like how rapture was like if you remember rapture like there's a bunch of stuff that's world building around rapture that is just like this is how it mm-hmm. would be to have this undersea city and it's like very matter of fact about like gene splicing and stuff like that and that's what happens here too and like the the federal bureau of control is so secretive like it has its own society to it and it has its own like familial system so like there's an area where there's a school and like the school like has these puppets and the puppets are trying to teach the kids about like what's happening inside the building and it's just like really eerie and it's like these and you like literally are there watching a puppet show Mm -hmm. like teaching like what the kids of these agents would have had to like learn so they can understand like where they are in this like reality bending place um yeah, it's awesome. It's it? a really cool it's a story. Sixty dollar game. Sixty dollar game, and it's worth every penny. It's it's beautiful. If you get it on PC, you should. I, I hear the PC version is actually the best version, the best way to play it. it just called. That's what I'm what's playing the on. whole title? Just called Control. Mm. Yeah, the architecture is awesome too. It's like this brutalist style architecture, so it looks like really unassuming, but it's like really imposing. And it's just a bunch of stuff, like really cool stuff with audio because like the worlds are always like shifting and like the rooms are changing on you and the geometries just wild. You've never seen a video game level like it. It's like watching uh, the stairs in Inception, but every room, like every room is just like weird, like reality bending stuff. Um, Inception is actually a really good way to like think about the design because like it is a shooter. The shooting's good. Um, and the telekinetic powers are really cool as you get those along with your service weapon. But it's like that line in uh, in Inception where Tom Hardy's character is like, "Dream a little bigger, darling," and then he gets like a like a rocket 
power grenade, and that's sort of how this <laughs> game feels like, but all the time. You know, it's it's fucking awesome. Nice. It's really hooked me. How many I really, really like it. So far, it's 10 out of 10. It's awesome. Yeah. Whoa. It's, it's fucking great. A house yeah, of so suds cool. can stand. And, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a return to form. Like, I love Max Payne and Max Payne 2, and I like Alan Wake fine, but Alan Wake has some weird jank to it. This is, like, really polished. Nice. It's a really cool setting. Um, you haven't really seen anything like it, and it's all in this office building. So, like, if someone told me, like, hey, you're investigating an office building, it seems, like, boring as shit. Yeah. And it's not. It's so cool. Um, there's, like, a room, like, and there's sounds like, it's the kind of game that you can't critical path. So, like, you can go into a room and, like, get a key that's illuminated by a lamp, and you just go and grab it and run away. If you did that, like, this game is not for you. You should be exploring the world. You should be checking out, like, what's going on. Maybe there's a ton down of reading. And like, reading. You're probably reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should read, like, half the time, I would say. Like, half your t- playtime is, like, reading shit. Admittedly, a lot of that's in the beginning because it's trying to set up this world. It's trying to set up what yeah. the Federal Bureau of Control is, what you're doing here, who are these creatures, like, what their mission is, and, like, stuff about the world that you need to understand as you go through. And it's got that Metroid-y feel where you're going up and down different parts of the department and different parts of the building and the building's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, which is like why, like it's a really cool scene. Like the first, like 45 minutes of the game, you see like a skyline of New York and it's actually the control building. That's the biggest one of the oldest building by far, but no one knows. And so like, as you explore it, it's just really, really cool. And there's a bunch of really cool stories. And the nice thing, it all seems to have a payoff. Like I haven't found anything that I've read about that I haven't then experienced. So it's all in the game too, which is awesome. Nice, super, super recommend. It's fucking cool. I'll have to check like this if you out. like Bioshock, yeah, if sure. you like Alan Wake, go for it. You have to support him because mm-hmm. I think the trailers did a really bad job, like showing off what this game was. And now they didn't that advertise it at all. It, just... I heard about this game a while ago, and then nothing. Well, I can tell well, you, they you... sold at least a hundred thousand copies because it's an Epic Store exclusive. So, <laughs> oh, it's an they epic got store. Paid exclusive? some bank right away for yeah, at least okay. a year. Yeah, because on Steam yeah. it's listed as coming out in 2020. Oh. yeah, yeah. I I got a I got a code for the on the epic Marty, store. It's unfortunate. I have dealt but... with the epic store, so maybe I can deal with it again. Yeah, I mean, you could get on the PlayStation Four. Hideo Kojima really likes Remedy, so there's a Hideo Kojima mission in the game somewhere. Okay. And I kind of want to get it for the PlayStation so I can try to find it because I love I love me some Hideo. Just so, high five him or something. You know, I would love to give him. I high don't know. Five. High five me, Hideo. Harder. Hideo. What is Death Stranding about? <laughs> Anything else you got up to? Uh no, I played. Oh, can I can I talk about magic real quick though? Can I give a review sure. of the latest expansion? <laughs> so I went to a pre-release. It's my first time playing Paper Magic in like two years, three years maybe. You say it like that. Um, so I went to a pre-release. So not um, arena. This is he said. Yeah, he said he said IRL. paper. He person. said Paper Magic, which confused me, Physical but I understood media. him. Yeah. <laughs> Meat space. Yeah, and so the Thrones of Elderon. Eldraine has come out and it's a really cool set. It's all based off fairy tales. I think I've talked about this before. Um, but the mechanics are really cool and they're super 
hateful to control decks. <laughs> so you can't really have a control deck in this format, it seems like, because it has this mechanic called Adventure. And Adventure effectively lets you cast a spell that has a body to it. And that body can then be like, that creature can then be brought into existence by paying an additional mana cost. So you can like cast a green to find a land. And then later on, you can pay three to get like a two, three creature that can like tap for mana. And so it's like stuff like that, which means that none of your cards are ever dead draws. And you're like, you have cards that are good in the early game and all and good in the late game. And it creates these like really interesting like situations where removal is not good against someone because like they will always have like a reserve creature like somewhere Exile from something they cast like turn sour. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, destroying part of it's, like when they're in exile. Yeah, like well, they're not even they're all in exile. So you cast oh, it and then it doesn't go to the grave. It goes in exile. Okay. But then you can cast from exile into the battlefield and then you kill it and it goes to the graveyard. And then if you could somehow get it back out of the graveyard, you can cast it again. Yeah, I'm sure the there's some specific destroy one adventure or cancel one adventure card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there are a bunch of cards that let you interact with adventures. Um, but it's really cool. Like there's, the flavor text is through the roof. Nice. Like I got this. I got a two sets of these cards called uh, Lovelorn Beast. And it's a 5-5 beast with trample for only 3 mana, so like really well costed, but it can only attack if it has a 1-1 human female, or like a human token. So it's like, the beast will only attack if it has Bella, like there, you know, Uh, like beauty. And it's like cool flavor task like that, you know, like just scattered throughout this. Yeah, they did a great job. It's a really cool set. The art is just magical. There's like a murderous Goldilocks card that can like either be cast for 3 bears, or like this like souped up little girl who like can like has carrying a sword and like a bear carcass <laughs> like, nice. it's just really interesting um cool it was fun i didn't i i, I made a jank deck i only had mill cards so i built a mill deck which is not good <laughs> never limited it's it's good in pre-release when you only have a 40 dollar 40 card limit it's good in- yeah so it's just like yeah i'll mill you it's out janky, i guess but, but it was jank and i hated yeah. playing it and I kept apologizing to my opponents, like, I'm sorry. This is what this I was way. dealt with. And I hate myself. <laughs> this is what I was Did given. Did you do the classic yeah. pre-release where it was, it was uh, like a starter pack and like four packs? Or did you just do a three-pack draft or what? No, it's a classic pre-release. So like they gave you like a... Oh, you actually got like a little then... box or whatever yeah. that had three packs and then like a... Uh-huh. a spe- did yeah. you Did you do anything like choose a guild, that kind of thing? Oh, no, that's really unfortunate. I was really Choose a fairy that, tale? Like different yeah. thrones. Yeah, like there's nothing like that, oh, unfortunately. I but miss that, it was good. I miss that kind of when magic was like really trying packs? to be super interactive. Dude, remember remember when like the fir- the second set of Ragnarok cards came you out? You battled we just out kept of a going tower? To the pre-release. Yeah, it was so good. You unlocked, like, or like you choose your, your guild. Yeah, class. and you represented your guild and it's got so points fun. for them. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it, was, it took me back to the old yeah. days of Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Like, give me like, some enamel pins totally for beating the guy, and I will feel so much better <laughs> in card games. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, like. Magic's really good. This <laughs> set's really good. I give this set like 8 out of 10 sets. Mm. I'm going to start reviewing sets now. This is a good <laughs> set. The only bad part 
The only bad part is that like they're clearly setting up devotion as a mechanic again. Oh no! I fucking hate no. devotion because <laughs> we're going we're going back to. Theros Are they going to do transformation like, cards again? Maybe, but there are a bunch of cards that, like, you can, like, it's called Adamant, so if you pay, like, all the same color, you get, like, a buff for doing it, which is cool until you realize that, oh, the next set's going to be Theros and Devotion, so we're going to be back to monocolored decks, which just sucked my will to live. So, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) But otherwise, yeah, man, like, it it, it was busy, I actually did something. For played once. four video games. I played four video games. A lot games, of video games. And then I rode. I'm, yeah, rode against I the don't wind. Don't know where you find ways. the time. I'm gonna. I've seen gonna... how you work on the days you take off. So, <laughs> where are you finding the time <laughs> to play these games? Man. On vacation, you spend well. an hour and a half in the bathroom on a work call. <laughs> he was also playing yeah, WoW Classic. <laughs> <laughs> He can, I was also clicking away in arena. Yeah, he click, he click, can click, do click, two click, things. Click, click, click. <laughs> yeah, you can click and talk at the same time. Matt's probably <laughs> playing WoW yeah, currently. No, I'm I'm fucking very aware sure of Sud's ability to click and talk at the same time. My character is either AFK or I've been disconnected and I'm the, the login screen's up, but yeah. Wow is probably on. <laughs> and then you wake up to Theon Greyjoy getting castrated again, and you realize, oh. It's morning. This is my life now. <laughs> it's it's all morning. a dream. <laughs>